0: What's up guys and girls, this is Bobby coming at you live from Cronus HQ, sitting here in Voorhees, New Jersey, uh, hanging out with my dog Rocky. Sean took off a little while ago, so uh, it's just me. I just want to sit down and kind of get my first segment going, uh, record some thoughts, and kind of get some information out for you guys. So just a little bit about my thoughts with this podcast segment. We kind of mentioned it in our uh, intro segment. But I wanted to kind of talk a lot more about uh, kind of the science behind training, nutrition, and recovery, but not only just the science, but also some of the mindset and philosophy that I kind of subscribe to. And I think that's really important to talk about uh, the mindset and philosophy because. Uh, just to give a more well-rounded individual um, or just give you a more well-rounded approach to training in life. Uh, So this is kind of twofold because, you know, I think that um, in my life I've experienced a lot and have kind of learned a lot in my life that I think is uh, pretty, not necessarily important, but uh, definitely something that I feel that sharing would benefit others. So I want to kind of continue that train, educate, inspire the next generation by giving you some pointers, uh, some reflections some thoughts uh, about my life, my life experiences and things that I've learned along the way. And I just know that, you know, reflecting on things that I've done and how I feel now, if I could go back in time and talk to my 18, 19 year old self and kind of give myself some of that, uh, some of these tidbits of information or tips. I think it would be very beneficial and help kind of advance me a little bit longer or advance me a little bit faster, uh, in my life journey and in my, um, kind of development. So that's what I want to do for you guys to give you guys some more information on, um, kind of mindset recovery training and just philosophy of life. And then for my benefit, I think this is a great, uh, outlet for me to kind of reflect and to, give me a different way of processing my own thoughts and emotions i'm a huge believer in like journaling reflection and kind of that self-reflection and self-awareness and you know there's science out there and some research that shows that different avenues or different approaches of thinking and uh, forms of expression you know activate different portions of the brain different portions uh different neural pathways um, that can you know inc- that kind of increase what's called neuroplasticity and developing different pathways inside your brain to help you utilize uh, your entire brain so some a little with some like biohacking and some uh, uh science behind why I wanted to start doing this audio podcast because you know I have this I write a little bit journal a little bit and I do think a lot about things but saying it um, is a completely different pathway and I think would well offer me some, um, Different thoughts and different and work my ability to kind of uh, verbalize uh, my thoughts. So, without further ado, I'll kick off and talk a little bit about the best piece of advice that I ever received. So, the best piece of advice that I ever received came from a physician uh, from my med school, Cooper Med School of Verona University, by uh, a physician named by the name of Doctor John McGeehan. So a little bit about, about Dr. McGeehan. Um, so he worked in private practice uh, as a uh, primary care physician for 20 or 30 years in Scranton, Pennsylvania. And then he kind of uh, was given the opportunity to start a medical school down in South Jersey, one of South Jersey's first uh, MD or allopathic medical schools. So he seized his opportunity and uh, was very formative in getting the school started. And not only getting the school started, he uh, was one of the assistant deans for admissions when I was applying to med school. So essentially, he was uh, kind of the um, the person that decided at the, end of the, at the end of the line who would get into med school and who wouldn't get into med school. So my story starts with him on my on my interview day for med school. And I remember meeting him, and he was this very warm and gregarious guy, just super pleasant to be around. Always had a smile on his face and kind of a twinkle in his eye, and someone that you really wanted to impress and someone that you really wanted to, to make like you. Um, so I just always remember, uh, as a first impression, of him just being this very nice guy who really tried making everybody feel at ease and was very welcoming. So fast forward uh, past my interview day, um, after our interview day, uh, a couple of days later, I was actually uh, in Tampa at uh, McDill, at uh, doing some training at Socom, when I got a phone call from Kenmore, New Jersey. So I, I kind of knew exactly who this or what it was about. Um, they told us on on our interview day that they would call us in a couple of days uh, after they decided if we were um, going to be offered an admission or not. So I kind of knew that this would be either an admissions offer or a kind of uh sorry, but next time type of uh, phone call. So I answered the phone call. I answered the phone and it's Dr. McGeehan and he goes, Bobby, congratulations. And that was just an amazing experience. I I can just remember distinctly to this day, just how I felt, you know, getting that phone call from Dr. McGeehan of, you know, congratulations, your dreams are kind of being realized that you're going into med school. And kind of like went a little bit about further on about how, you know, the rest of the admissions committee was super impressed by um, kind of my thoughts and my experiences and were super excited to offer me this opportunity to come to Cooper Med School. So then, uh, of course, I accepted this offer. Uh, it was actually the only med school I got into, so <laughs> I was kind of forced to go to the midst of med school if I wanted to go to med school at all, but, you know, it turned out to be a huge blessing in disguise, and I'll t- kind of talk about this more in some future podcasts, why medical med school. was such an amazing, life-changing experience for me, but um, I'll kind of focus on this piece of advice, so um, i should get into the actual, the best piece of advice he ever gave me. So during our orientation week, Dr. McGeean came in, he had a little pe- talking piece with us where he sat down with us. And told us the best advice that I've ever received. And this advice was to be good at more than one thing. And I was like, huh, okay, I'm not really sure what he means by that. So then he kind of elaborated and he said, um, to be good at more than one thing means having more than one facet of your life um, that you focus on. For example, uh, in medicine, you can if you focus just on medicine and you're just good at quote-unquote good at medicine what happens to your psyche your psychology your self-esteem when you fail in this one aspect of your life so then he said you know there's so many other things that you can choose to be good at whether it's being a good um a good friend a good sibling a good daughter slash son being a good artist being a good writer you know all these other things that you can choose to spend your time on besides just medicine and a little context behind this advice, so uh, in recent times, there's been a lot of, uh, I guess, media attention or um, more uh, light shown upon, you know, physician burnout. You feel like Google, like in the news, there's all these articles about physician burnout, about physician depression, physician suicide, and physician uh, anxiety, all these like uh, kind of psychological and psychiatric complaints. A lot, And um, kind of the theory is that a lot of these complaints stem from the fact that physicians and doctors, you know, f- figuratively and c- sometimes literally put all their eggs in one basket, put all their eggs in one basket where, you know, medicine is the only thing they really focus on or are good at. So then when these people or when these doctors or med students fail in medicine, you know, that kind of destroys their psyche and their whole self-esteem and their whole identity of self. Since people then like spiral into depression, you know, turn to drugs, turn to um, even suicide and things like that to kind of deal with this depression. So uh, that was kind of mind or perspective altering for me because I never really thought about things like that. So prior to that, um, I had really only thought about myself as being this one kind of trick pony, so to speak. Like, before med school, I was in Ranger Regiment, and that's kind of how I constructed my entire identity. You know, I was this Ranger. I was physically fit. You know, I was a great leader of men. Um, was pretty smart. But I was just, you know, f- focused my entire identity and built my entire identity around this one aspect of my life. And I didn't really um, have other things kind of going for me, you know, besides, like, work, essentially. So in my life, uh, when I was in Regiment, When I would have really hard times or face some failures or stresses, I didn't really know how to deal with that and that took a huge toll on my personal relationships with my friends and family because they didn't really understand where I was coming from. At the time, I didn't really understand where I was coming from because I didn't really know how to process this because I didn't have anything else in my life besides being good at rangering. And then when I wasn't good at rangering, that kind of just, you know, invalidated my entire experience and my entire life. So I thought this was a great piece of advice because, you know, I didn't really, I guess, well, I, at the time I didn't understand where he was coming from, but now fast forward three years from that, from that talk, I've come to realize how much I've restructured my life and my outlook on life, where that I have multiple avenues and kind of, that I wear multiple hats now, for example, you know, I am obviously in medicine and that's a big focus in my life. Where I am striving to learn all the biology, the physiology, all the anatomy, everything that I do with medicine. But that's not the only thing I do. Like, I have a beautiful girlfriend, and I am constantly working on our relationship. I have a great dog by named Rocky, and I'm always striving to be a good, you know, dad, dog, doggy dad for him and to be a good owner for him. But I also have Cronus and you guys, and that's something that I've really put a lot of effort and time into. Working on this, Cronus, um, and it's really kind of expanding my my um, I guess responsibilities and and view of the world because you know I can kind of focus on certain things at certain times and that if I'm not doing so well in on one thing, I can shift gears and something else and focus on that for a while. And I think that's super important, especially for the kind of the younger guys in the military, because you know in the military we always get tra- we kind of get trapped into wanting to be the best. Um, soldier, ranger, uh, mer- marine, airman, whatever it is, so you're always wanting to be the best that you can be in that one thing. But then when we kind of focus on only one thing and one thing only, we kind of ignore or don't really pay attention to the other things around us in life. And that's very dangerous. Um, I would say like um, more focused on just being the best ranger possible everything around our lives just then becomes almost distractors from this goal of ours. So then whether that's our family or our friends, um, our dogs, our our wives or spouses or whatever, we kind of put those to the side and instead focus on this one singular goal of ours. But instead, we should kind of think about expanding our, um, our identity to have more than one hat where we're not only a ranger but we are a husband slash spouse we are a father we are a good friend we are um you know a good uh daughter or son and that's kind of a i think something that i want to challenge you guys to kind of think about in your identities and the hats that you wear you know there's more to life than just being a good ranger and there's more to life than being a good soldier there's so much more to life than just our job and that when we just focus on one thing at a time, you know, we often lose sight of the, the other things around us and that we lose kind of um, perspective on what we're doing. So that's kind of my big challenge to you guys is to think about and kind of reflect on who you are and what hats you wear and whether or not whether you are suffering or not putting as much effort into your other roles as you could be. And whether or not, if you are suffering in these other roles or are not putting as much effort in these other roles, if you can start putting more effort into these roles, I think that'll really change um, some of your perspectives and make you um, kind of question whether or not uh, what you're doing in your life. So um, that kind of brings me to my closing thoughts. Um, so, we just talked a little bit about my identity now with cronus um with medicine with my relationships with others and that's kind of the hats that i wear um i don't i don't try to focus on one thing well i do focus on one thing at a time but there are different focus foci in my life that i try to focus on if that makes any sense so i try to wear multiple hats and you know try and excel or do well in these other on all these different aspects of my life and i think that brings up a more well-rounded product, a more well-rounded person. Um, And it has definitely kind of mellowed me out a lot more. And I think made me a lot better person to be around, uh, especially with a lot of my peers and my personal relationships. So with that, guys, I'll kind of close out. And uh, I'll catch you guys next time. I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts about, you know, your identities and kind of the hats that you wear and whether or not you can do or improve in other aspects of your life as always you can find us online at kronisfit.org instagram at Fit, or shoot us an email hq at kronisfit.org until next time guys bye